0: Nadine, let's talk about NASPERS and uh, increasing stake uh, in online food delivery business. Talk to us. Yes. So, Delivery Hero, uh, listed in Germany, it's, a, it's, an online, it's an e-commerce business essentially delivering uh, food orders in some 40 countries. So, um, you know, it's a loss-making e-commerce business, which uh, obviously investors in Nasdaq will be concerned about because of, uh, you know, there are already some one dozen e-commerce businesses it has in its table, including OLX um, and a couple of other e-commerce businesses in uh, Brazil, Russia, India, and other, yeah, and other. Uh, emerging markets, which are also loss-making e-commerce businesses. And uh, investors will be worried about just yet another one of these businesses being included into the NASPAS stable. Um, So buying out the stake from a a competitor e-commerce business in Europe, taking its stake up to uh, 23%, uh, buying it from a competitor called Rockets. Um, And, uh, you know, NASPA is really banking on uh, this business, being able to expand its footprint in emerging Europe, so particularly Eastern Europe and, uh, you know, in fact the reported results On Wednesday, just before NASPERS announced that it's going to be buying Rocket Stake to increase its stake in the e-commerce business to uh, 24%. And uh, in those results, uh, Delivery Hero uh, saw something like a 65% surge in revenue uh, to just uh, over a billion euros. And, uh, you know, but it still reported a loss. And uh, the target is for the business to break even by 2018. Uh, NASPERS is going to obviously hope they can do that. And uh, uh, investors in NASPERS, as I mentioned, and we'll be watching that very closely because they're juggling a lot of balls now, Sakina, aren't they? In that uh, in, in, in the rump, excluding the 10 cents assets, uh, we know that there's been a lot of talk recently about the value of that rump, and uh, you know what is it worth? with it being given a pretty much a minus 35 billion dollar uh, valuation uh, if you take into account what the stake in the 30% stake in 10 cents is worth, and you just subtract that from the Nasdaq's market cap, it's basically more than the entire market cap. So the the, the the market is saying that the ramp uh, of, of of the assets, all those other e-commerce assets, like this online delivery business, called. Um, uh, uh, like this online delivery business in, and, and, and OLX and, uh, you know, Allegro and a number of the other, Mail.ru and a number of the other uh, e-commerce businesses. The market is actually saying uh, these businesses, because of their negative profitability, are actually just detracting value from mass biz, and they're going to find it very difficult, um, you know, to, to, to basically get these businesses to break even and, you, and, and, and they're going to continuously detract value. So, Sakina, we hope that, uh, you know, there's an integrated plan in order to uh, get these businesses to break even. Remember that, uh, you know, NASDAQ's management's argument is that um, they were, also came under a lot of fire for buying into 10 cents all those years ago, and they came under severe pressure um, a number of times to sell the stake in 10 cents after it made them significant profits, and the argument they had used is that if, if they had buckled under shareholder pressure then uh, they wouldn't have extracted as much value as what they have today with the uh, 10 cent share prices going up to the extent which they have so uh, sakina will be keeping a close eye and it's obviously a lot of interest in that Masper's rump and unlocking value there and this is just yet another e-commerce asset which is currently not making money added there and hopefully will break even by 2018 and uh, Nadia, the impact of donald trump's tax cut plan on u.s equities and the increasing economic pressure that china is putting on north korea yeah, Sakina. So, I mean, let's start off with the U.S. Um, it's, a, it's a big news story, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, after Donald Trump was elected and we saw the initial uh, Trump slump, we saw a strong recovery in markets, uh, you know, on the back of an expectation that we're going to see a so very big tax cuts for Wall Street. Uh, the market kind of then priced it out, uh, moving into 2017, moving into this year, and uh, they st- sort of uh, said, well, yeah, it's not going to happen. And now I think that, uh, you know, on, on, on the latest, news that's been coming out and the push to Congress to push, um, you know, these tax cuts through in a Republican-controlled House and a Republican-controlled Senate, um, it seems likely that uh, these tax cuts can actually be pushed through, and that will be very positive for equity earnings, Akina. And at a time where uh, we've obviously seen some significant multiple expansion in U.S. equities, um, so the need for earnings growth really is there to see those multiples moderating and U.S. equities offering significant value again Um, as we see earnings growth continue to come through. But, uh, you know, this will basically see earnings growth come through at a more rapid rate. So if we break down the numbers, Sakina, the proposed tax cut is to cut uh, corporate taxation from 35% to 20%. You know, Goldman Sachs estimates that every one percentage cuts um, in the corporate tax rate will add $1 of earnings to the S&P 500 in the year 2018, with uh, uh, the S&P 500 earnings in composite pencil, in at about 130 dollars uh, for 2018 uh, you know that, will, that could take uh, earnings up to around about 145 dollars which is a 11 and percent increase um, you know fr- from its current uh, from its current standpoint and that's obviously quite significant in terms of what it means for the equity market and uh, you know could it potentially extend the strong rally that we've seen so far this year the market certainly seems to like the, 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 the news um, over the last couple of days is trading considerably firmer, despite a much stronger dollar um, on the back of what Janet Yellen had to say. So, Sakina, at this point it's about p- pushing the legislation through Congress, but in a Republican-controlled Congress, um, that seems increasingly likely, despite the Trump trumping at loggerheads uh, with a Republican party at times. They seem to be on the same page with regards to this issue. So something we'll be keeping a close eye on. With regards to China and North Korea, um, you know, obviously the UN increasing sanctions uh, after the late nuclear testing, and China joining that call. You know, what they've essentially said is that um, all North Korean businesses operating within China and all North Korean nationals within China basically have 120 days to close up shop and return back to North Korea. Um, and they're also clamping down on um, uh, one export to China, or sorry, imports from, from North Korea, and two exports to North Korea as well, particularly energy exports. Now, Sakina, that was really thought to be the game-changer in terms of getting North Korea to to stop behaving the way it is. In terms of uh, economic pressure, was the energy exports to North Korea, which would would basically cripple the economy, because it seems like sanctions have been pretty ineffective thus far. So, you know, as we see tensions increasing and a potential banana peel for global equity markets to slip on in terms of uh, heightened geopolitical tension there, we obviously saw uh, initially gold, uh, you know, finding support, safe havens finding support, is coming under some pressure on the back of the news there. We hope that the increased pressure from China now uh, will really be the final straw for North Korea, particularly the energy exports, um, and we'll wait and see how that story develops as well.